0: This is America'sWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio, designed just for you. To the Immigration Hour here on America's Web Radio, David, it's good it's the first uh, the first broadcast for the Immigration Hour from the new location, and uh, I like the digs. Uh, we have nice uh, shade trees outside, providing us some uh, some good shade. It's nice and cool in here for all this uh, electronic equipment and everything. And uh, I'm I'm excited to go. We got a lot of uh, we got a lot of topics to cover today. A lot of ground. There's uh, some days, you know, uh, there's not much happening on the immigration front, and Chuck and I will delve into uh, some uh, kind of collateral topics. But today, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's like a buffet here. I mean, I got my iPad up with all kinds of tabs. I got a okay, couple. of – <laughs> It's only it's only ten ten o'clock. Come on. You can't go to the buffet yet. Four o'clock in the morning and started in so uh
1: Yeah,
0: I'm I'm a little bit hungry. Well anyway. after the sh- after the show it'll be eleven and you can it won't it won't be too too early at that point. But like I was saying, uh I mean we've got a ton of stuff to cover today. We uh Obama yesterday talking about how he's going to use executive uh his executive authority that uh it's debatable whether he has it or not to uh, fix the immigration situation. Chuck and I have done. Uh, t- and uh, by the way, Chuck is not here today. I'm sure you can tell. I don't hear him. He's uh, down at some uh, economic council for the city or something uh, in Atlanta. He may be joining us a little bit later in the show, maybe not. But we'll uh, we'll continue on without him. Uh, but I, as I was saying, he and I have talked uh, uh, at length actually on uh, uh, previous shows about the uh, the humanitarian crisis that is the southwest uh, u.s border particularly south texas right now from I, I, th- the, uh, I think
1: it's more than that though i don't want to i don't want to leave it at just humanitarian, humanitarian crisis well what do you want what do you want to call it david well i i think uh and, and charles brushed into this as well it's we definitely have a crisis yep and i don't know if it's 10 to 1 of uh of humanitarian crisis or if it's 50/50 uh, humanitarian crisis yes, there is a crisis mm-hmm. and, and you hate to see the pictures but with that being said, uh, how many other for lack of better words things are coming into the terrorist uh, you know any and, and Charles alluded to this the other day and talked about it. Um, I, I it's all bad. Yep. To, to
0: you know, it's a bad situation. Bad situation. Right. There's not too many. There's not too many. There's not really any good solutions to it. There's just uh, degrees of less bad. Yeah. But I mean, I think everybody can agree. I mean, it's it's uh it, it is a crisis. Uh, we have a large number. You know, tens of thousands of unaccompanied children uh, surging across the border. And we're just talking unaccompanied. I mean, that's what people want to focus on. We have a law. Lo- I mean. Uh, more than just unaccompanied children, families, uh, and, and, and adults coming from, uh, particularly three countries in Central America. And I, and I really want to talk about that, uh, in depth this show about more of the reasons why they're coming, uh, because I think that that is just as important as a potential solution of of how we're going to deal with this is, is why they're coming because it's, you know, any stopgap measure we have here to, to deal with the problem is not necessarily going to solve the, uh, the underlying problem of, of why people are uh, just surging, uh, surging to the United States. But I, w- I want to start off the show today uh, commenting on uh, the president's uh, remarks yesterday in, in, in the Rose Garden. Uh, I've just got an article uh, pulled up here that's got a couple of quotes in it. I'm, they're probably the same across the uh, major new na- news outlets. Uh, this one actually happens to be from your boys, David, from Fox News uh-huh <laughs> that's your that's your show fair and balanced, fair and balanced. um but it's got a couple of quotes here that i I think, I think uh underscore the 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 problem that that we're having that we can't get anything done in this country and it's not just uh specific to immigration it's it's every single issue is so polarizing now that you can't get any type of agreement between uh not just in Congress, but between the executive and legislative branches and, and the judicial branch of government. I mean, you cannot literally cannot get anything done. And so um, uh, it's, it's happened with every single president and just uh, increased uh, exponentially uh, under each one. I mean, there's no difference here with Barack Obama using uh, uh, executive uh, orders and the power of the pen to uh, circumvent or uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, the, the legislative authorities of Congress. But he, uh, he said yesterday that uh, America cannot wait forever for them, Congress, to act and that he's going to, quote, fix as much of our immigration system as I can on my own without Congress. Well, sweeping changes to the immigration legislation, uh, I mean, you're really not going to be able to do with the I- executive authority, but the Immigration and Nationality Act already affords the executive so much discretion uh, in, in how uh, the immigration laws are executed and uh, in particular, to uh, to border security and uh, I- enforcement of uh, removal policies and and whatnot, uh, it, it goes uh, it goes further. Um, it, in a written statement, uh, <laughs> House uh, Speaker John Boehner responded to uh, Obama's announcement, calling it sad and disappointing, in that executive orders can't and won't fix these problems. Well, Mr. Boehner, you may be absolutely right that. Uh, executive orders can't and won't fix these problems. What are you doing about it? What is your branch of government doing about it? Because last time I checked, your uh, your body in the legislative branch, the, the House of Representatives, is, is the one that's really holding this up because last year, uh, last June, almost a year ago exactly, it was a little over a year ago exactly because uh, today's July 1st, uh, the Senate passed a, a sweeping uh, change, passed a bill that had sweeping changes in it for uh, the Immigration and Nationality Act uh, Pathway to Citizenship, uh, all, all kinds of uh, things that would help and fix uh, the current uh, system that we're in right now. Uh, Boehner goes on to uh, refer to the crisis that David and I were talking about earlier earlier uh, he refers to the crisis and how that underscores the need to pass a comprehensive bill. Well, you're you're correct on that, uh, Speaker Boehner. But he goes on, and th- this is where it just it boggles my mind what these clowns are doing. It's just back and forth, back and forth, and he could Boehner could not help himself, uh, claiming that it's Obama's past executive orders, specifically those easing deportations for some illegal immigrants, that quote. Have led directly to the humanitarian crisis along the southern border. That has absolutely nothing to do with what's happening on the south, uh, the southwest border of the United States right now. It, Speaker Boehner is completely wrong. He either he's ignorant of why we have this situation, uh, this crisis on our southern border, or he knows why we have it and he's trying to attribute it to uh, lax what what. He would like to call lax enforcement policies uh, by the executive branch in, in terms of uh, removing people from the United States, and and that it's at at best intellectually dishonest, and at worst, he's deliberately trying to mislead the uh, the American public. And uh, I I want to just chalk it up to ignorance because I think a lot of these guys just talk out of uh, talk out of what we call uh the fourth point of contact uh, david <laughs> he goes on uh vader goes on to say, uh, say quote additional executive action from this president isn't going to stem the tide of illegal crossings it's only going to make them worse well if the reason why people are coming if this tide of people has nothing to do with his action or inaction further action or inaction on his part isn't going to do anything there the the fact is the reason that this is happening on our southern border right now has so much more to do with the geopolitical situation in Central America than anything that's going on in this country, anything. And I'm going to show so – I'm going to give you some numbers here in a little bit that uh, that, that bear this out, that really show how it has nothing – this surge of people has nothing to do with uh, the current enforcement policies or the current uh, discretionary uh, – Administrative uh, benefits that are that are afforded to people that are here. Okay, uh, so there was one more quote in here that I wanted to uh, to, to go to go off of that, that Boehner had, but I'll I'll, uh, I'll find it in, in in a little bit here. Um, President Obama went on to uh, say how he he is uh, looking for more funding to uh, deal with the situation, how he would like to uh, expedite the removal of a lot of these people. It, I mean, I'm no defender of Obama, but the guy can't get anything right. I mean, how – why are Republicans and all these enforcement-only types not jumping on that bandwagon instead of saying, oh, he's overreaching? I mean, the guy can't do anything right according to these people. I mean, what is it? Do you want – well, we that's something
1: he has done right.
0: Well, no, but but I'm saying, David, this this is the problem. This is the problem with the politics in this country is that you have these people who, uh, in Congress, a lot of them Republicans, who say, "Well, we can't trust this president to enforce the law. We uh, we don't want to compromise with him on immigration uh, an immigration bill because he's going to he's going to be soft on enforcement. He's and he's uh, you know he's just giving amnesty. Well, when the president sends a letter to Congress asking for more funds to be tougher, more restrictive, and to deport more of these recent arrivals, uh, why aren't those people jump? Why, why is that another ground for them to criticize him? And like I said, I'm no defender of Obama, but it just shows how – idiotic both sides of this debate are. I mean, you have the president coming out saying what he's saying, and then you have members of Congress saying the same thing. They're both the same. Neither of them are doing anything. It's just that President Obama is a much easier target because he's one person versus an entire Quote, deliberative body uh, that Congress is supposed to be. And and that's what the problem is. That's why we can't get anything done, David, is because neither side here is willing to, and I don't even want to call it compromise. They're both just grandstanding because all they care about is is uh, perpetuating their their view and, 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 and what they would like to see happen. And uh, like I said, I'm not any defender of Obama. It's just that it, you know, let, Let's back off a second. Yeah, back uh, off. I know you're going to get all flustered because I'm I'm not attacking Obama. Uh, I'm not wantonly attacking Obama.
1: No, no. I, you know, I I look at it like let, let's be very practical. Heaven yep. forbid our country would be practical. <laughs> you can't uh, be we're, practical. We're, with other we're people's money. seventeen trillion dollars in debt, mm-hmm. and he goes in and makes a statement. Oh well, I want Congress to give me another two billion dollars. Well. You know, exactly where is, you know, yeah, why don't look, he just look, go, look, to, look, wait, look, let me finish. Go ahead. Why don't he just go direct to China and, and say, mm-hmm. uh, send us another <laughs> two billion? Okay, with that being said, I think I could, uh, uh, there's no question, Any if you're breathing and you've kept up with anything, there is a hell of a problem on our borders, uh, our southern border, particularly. Right. That's a given. But I have yet, to hear anything other than I'm going to throw dollar bills at it to fix it. I, you know, what I would like to see is a plan. This is how I'm going to spend the $2 This is what we need. You know, I haven't even heard anybody, be they Congress or Obemi, to uh, come out and say why there's a problem, what we're going to do about the problem, how can we address the problem. I mean, everybody assumes, well, they're going to, Stack them up in a corral and and send them back to wherever they came from. Well, that's again easier said than done, in many cases. Mm-hmm. And you know, we we have come to the point in this country that everything, in my opinion, well, we can cure everything by throwing dollar bills at it. Well, we ain't got dollar bills anymore to throw right. at nothing.
0: We don't have the we don't have the money, David. But you know, at the same time it costs a lot of money to just have the status quo uh right now i mean these detention centers that exist down there right now and then oh. all these temporary facilities they're bringing online that's irrespective of the 2 billion dollars that the president is asking for so the the bottom line is this and and i i, I full disclosure uh my personal opinion about it is uh, just get get off the border let people come in let people come and go and that will – I know and I know there's going to be a ton of people <laughs> because we get, uh, we get emails from uh, people who are uh, big open borders types and we get emails from people who uh, cannot stand any type of immigration. So I know I'll, I'll probably get comments from people uh, for, for this. Listen, I know there's all kinds of negative externalities associated with open borders. I, I I got all that. But at the end of the day, it's going to be cheaper for us as a country We'll spend less money by just having – people are going to come regardless. It doesn't matter what the security situation is. It's not like more are going to come if you open up the borders. You have 50,000 already coming this year, just unaccompanied minors. So uh, let's get into the numbers after this, day. Let's take a quick break and uh, come back here to the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio.
2: Si usted tiene problemas con inmigración o asuntos que tiene que arreglar, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Tenemos más de 50 años de experiencia haciendo las leyes de inmigración y defendiendo los inmigrantes. Llámenos hoy a las 404-816-8611, a las 404-816-8611 o al www.immigration.net.
0: Hi, this is Kate Copsey inviting you to listen year-round to America's Homegrown Veggie Show every Saturday at 10 a.m.
3: With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com.
1: You're listening to americaswebradio.com, the pioneer
0: and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to America's Web Radio. This is the Immigration Hour, your host Rocky Rockliffe, here with the man, the myth, the legend, David Moxley. Chuck's still not uh, still not with us. Probably won't be with us today,
1: but uh, he's doing uh, probably doing know good how to work at other U-turn, parts. You know what's that? He probably doesn't know how to make that U turn. Make
0: that U turn. It's kind of difficult to get into the. Not want to say difficult, but you're just uh, you don't ever think that to get into uh, a drive like this in front of the building, you're gonna to have to make a U turn. But it's uh it's not it's not too bad. You know, I, bad.
1: they they put that island up about I think they said three, four, five years ago. But you know, and I I can the the more I'm. In and out of here, the more I can understand. If it was wide open, the wrecks. Uh, yeah, because ca- it's right it. after
0: you come over a hill right there um, so. that you'd have all kinds of problems. Meanwhile, uh, a quarter of our listeners are like, what are these guys talking about? What are about? they, yeah. Traffic in Sandy Springs, What? Come on. Anyways, getting back to the uh, the topic at hand here. You know, we, we were talking about the, uh, the whole. Kind of just gridlock. Uh, we start off the show talking about the gridlock that exists really between the executive and legislative branches right now. You know, Obama, Boehner. Uh, you know, both sides. I'm not a defender. I'm a critic of both sides in this situation. But at the end of the day, this the crisis is immediate and requires immediate action, and the executive branch is is. More able to act in an immediate manner than Congress is because you're not going to get any type of consensus out of Congress but for you, anything.
1: You've got, you, you know, I heard uh, today early on, uh, very early on, early but, today. Uh, David is an uh, early riser, four a.m. Well, this was <laughs> ridiculous early, but anyway, uh, one of the people was uh, one of the that I was listening to was talking about the potential or the possibility of. of uh, Obama using the military. Well, he got several problems with that. Actually, there he is. Mr. <laughs> he has arrived. I had some meetings today. <laughs> do you have any problem getting here?
3: I went to the other building first. Sorry about that. <laughs> Why is the door locked? Oh,
0: crap. No, he's no longer at that site. Yes. Hello? David, the military thing, though. Well, b- before it gets lost here, because I know we're going to do a gardening minute. We're going to have to. Chuck is, has posted pictures of gardening stuff all over the place. I really want to comment on the military thing. the The military is—I know a lot of people talk about it. Sin that, the at? military is good at closing with and killing the enemy of like-composed formations. It is not designed to receive an influx of tens of thousands of children or families and detain them. That is not what it does. So all this talk about putting the National Guard on the border—absurd. Absurd, worst I possible agree. idea you could have. I but g- everybody wants it. it's all. We got to well, do something the themselves. Themselves. But I, I think,
1: Stupid. I think, as I recall, there's something in the Constitution about <laughs> using our military within the borders. <laughs> within the borders. So. With <laughs> I, I think there's something, something like that. And
0: that. And they, you know, and, well, But does it matter to
1: this administration? Oh, Evidently, the Supreme Court decided some things do matter.
0: I don't think it would have mattered to a McCain administration, though, David. Either. I, I, they all do the same stuff. Yeah, I agree. They're they're all complete idiots. All right, uh, what what were you down? What were we down in Atlanta for? The, well, the people you know, want to know. As
3: you know, I am chairing the uh, request of Mayor uh, Kasim Reed of the City of Atlanta. I'm chairing the Welcoming America Committee. Yes. Formed to uh, figure out how Atlanta can be more welcoming to immigrants, and um, we could be. And we were chairing the. I was I was part of the educational. Opportunities Committee today, which met down at Metro at Chamber of Commerce down by Centennial Olympic Park at 8 a.m. this morning. Uh,
0: We've been busy. We've
3: been busy. we got some fun stuff going on. But I'm sure you talked about uh, President Obama's speech yesterday.
0: Yeah, we did. And we talked about the idiocy of the comments uh, of John Boehner in response, to saying that how his a- inaction and action on, on previous immigration issues is responsible for the surge we're seeing in, the Which we border, know is absurd. Which is absurd.
3: You know, is there a component? Yeah, probably a small component. It's small. But, you know, I, I just thought it was hilarious is that they accuse Obama of taking actions that are illegal, but then refuse to take actions that will fix the problems they claim that are illegal. <laughs> That's I mean, exactly exactly what what we it's like no of, I mean, You can't win. You I, can't I think win. Obama was quite clear about that. Yesterday. Now, I I'll i get into what I think about Obama in a second, but he was like, okay, you, uh, you, you're complaining about me doing stuff, yep. but you don't fix it? Guess what? I got to do I'm something. Gonna, now, here's the interesting part: Is this the same president who's been saying that he constitutionally couldn't do anything for the last four or five years? It's the same guy, right? <laughs> Uh, on immigration, I can't do anything. Now he says, oh, yeah, I can do something. Yeah. So this is the famous question. Are you, were you lying then <laughs> are you lying or are you lying, lying now? Uh, which was it, David? David was going to say, yeah, both. He was lying both times. He was lying both times. Uh, but so now this is out there. And you know, I've talked about this on the show before. When Obama became president, the American Immigration Lawyers Association, along with a lot of other pro-immigration groups, presented to the Obama administration a 65-page document of things he could administratively change that would improve the situation of all immigrants to America. And they were in the business field of immigration, they were in the removal field, they were in the asylum, they were all over the place. Literally dozens of administrative changes, and he's made two of those. (laughs) One was the DACA and one was the original waiver. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Obama was talking yesterday very specifically very specifically, and again this morning, uh, well, I guess he didn't, but Gutierrez this morning, I was talking about very specifically parole in place. Absolutely, this is what we've done for yep. uh, for military uh, families. If you are in the military and you marry an undocumented person, uh, now if your parents are undocumented, uh, you can uh, have magic fairy dust sprinkled over their head, and they will be paroled into the U.S. by paying a small amount of money, three hundred and forty dollars. So they will no longer consider to have been entered. Illegally, they will have a legal entry to the U.S. And with the legal entry, if you have a child over 21 who's a U.S. citizen or a spouse who's a U.S. citizen, you can adjust status in the United States. Right. So, by the way, that's truly an amnesty situation. It, it is, but you, you know, know what? what? It's if, the if best. People are going to play by amnesty. It, yeah. That's truly it. But, and that's, and I think Obama didn't want to do that because it really smacks of amnesty in its true sense of the word. For all, all those
0: out there that, Think amnesty is a bad? Yeah, board. yeah, <laughs> I
3: would think it is. But it's true forgiveness yep. for literally nothing, right? Other than having the relationship. Now, here's what's interesting: Gutierrez was spouting this morning a, a fact that I have not heard before, but which I have no reason to doubt is not true, at least to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. He said there are five million U.S. citizen children of undocumented immigrants.
0: Uh, again. Really?
3: There are five million U.S. citizen children for whom one or both of their
0: parents are undocumented. That seems low. I, I think it's low. I
3: thought it was a little high. Really? I thought it was a little high uh, because obviously not every undocumented immigrant has a child or child, but. Not every undocumented immigrant gets one. Well, there's one, uh, yeah. You know, it's it's a, they tend yeah.
0: to come in bunches. But, uh, but you're right, there's no reason to really so let's disbelieve so let's that it. Just take it at face. There 5 family, right.
3: million U.S. citizen children, mm-hmm. every single one of whom, when they turn 21, mm-hmm. can ultimately sponsor their parents if right. they meet the other criteria, which are all crazy. <laughs> they can immigrate. So what Obama's basically proposing, yeah, well, what Gutierrez is proposing, is let's have parole in place for people who have kids here. For parole and place, well, can sponsor that.
0: I mean, oh, that can that can or, be a petitioner spas- that are over twenty one, that are over twenty one, right? Uh, I mean,
3: you, I think you, that that's half the undocumented.
0: It's it's a it's large. It's a good chunk. It's a good chunk. Yeah, It's a good chunk.
3: Now, not all. I mean, many of these cases are not over twenty one. Right, so right, right. Good, but I, I, the, the rough estimates I've seen is that between two to three million of them are married to U.S. citizens. Yep, and parole, of, over 21. yeah, parole
0: and place for just married. A U.S. citizen. I mean, that solves a huge problem. Solves that problem, yeah. And
3: what's interesting about that is that it, if parole place exists for them, one, you immediately inundate the USCIS with parole place applications, mm-hmm. something they're not equipped to handle. Nope. And once those are approved, uh, you immediately inundate them with immediate relative adjustment of status applications, right? Which they are also unprepared to handle
0: today. They are, but I think you could appropriately structure the fees for those things well, to, they're, they're over increasing. time, ramp up well, uh, CIS. Well, think about it. If
3: they all of a sudden received...
0: Well, no, they're, they're not going to be able to deal with it initially. Well, initially, they, they wouldn't David, be able David,
3: to. David, what is 2 million times about $2,000? <laughs> what does that I amount? Mean, what is 2 million <laughs> times $2,000? Uh, four That's $4 million billion. Dollars. Dollars. Yeah, four you have to move the zeros yeah. over. Okay, yep. So it's $4 billion. Dollars. So could the USCIS... Within six months, take four billion dollars and be able to
0: adjudicate these applications. Oh, not no, not in six months. But they could they could get them in the system, give people work yeah, permits. Yeah, what would they do with the four then, billion dollars that they got? Because right, right. the money comes up front. Up <laughs> front. The money yeah, doesn't yeah.
3: come in at the <laughs> end. The money comes up <laughs> yeah, yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're so right. You're they right. You're literally right, receive right. four billion dollars yeah. in yeah. a matter of months. And I don't
0: want to give uh, any agency that kind of cash up front because they'll just spend <laughs> it on a bunch of crap. Right. And then they got to sit on adjudication because these are cases yeah.
3: they have to interview. Yeah. Their their internal guidance is to interview anybody who is uh, undocumented immigrant upon entry. Right. So we already know that it takes three to five months to interview somebody who entered legally who's adjusting status to a spouse. Uh, And we we know that – and it used to take like four years, so it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Could they ramp up faster? Because it's not just the people, I don't think because they have to I have to hire people at the mail centers. Now, that's right. easy. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's obviously a logistical nightmare.
3: Logistical nightmare. Then they have to hire people at the server center to input the data. Mm-hmm. Then they have to hire adjudicate. It's the hardest part. Right. Adjudicate. The first right. two can be done by contractors. Yep. That's no deal. But only employees
0: employees of CID. can adjudicate right.
3: officers with training. Yep. And they can only train X number of new officers. Yep. I mean they have a, they have a class you gotta go through. X. So you're talking about literally moving adjudicators from every other product line. That's what they call it. Product,
0: product lines.
3: Product lines. I love it when government tries to act like, like product line Corporate to adjudicate family-based <laughs> applications. Yeah. That means employment-based stuff stops. It's going so to suffer. Means, yeah. Uh, Naturalizations slow down, if not stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means uh, uh, 751s literally stop. Right. Uh, uh, along with you know asylum, no. well, it, those this, are all stopped. Right yeah, now. yeah, they're all stopped right now. He's, this so, is the thing that was- that's one change, and a quarter of the undocumented can disappear overnight. Right. But as we've learned with DACA, apparently only a third of the people will actually will actually it.
0: take advantage of it. Yeah, that you're right.
3: Um, and but so I that's, don't that's think one any- thing he wanted was pro in place for that. Two, he wanted some sort of deferred action for the parents of Dreamers.
0: Okay. Which he could yeah. do Yep. Yeah.
3: These are things he's done And upheld by law Now there's an argument with a deferred action that he's done for, for docking his legal A district court judge in, in Texas didn't think so But he ruled he had no jurisdiction when he was sued by ICE now, The ICE officers uh, I think that judge is wrong uh, I think clearly Congress has given the president
0: deferred it's action c- It's clear I
3: However, idea. however, he, they might not agree with how he exercises it But,
0: but he, has he clearly has, has the authority He
3: clearly has authority under the parole in place mm-hmm. uh, to do that Yep. Uh, and those are just two of the programs that you could deal with probably a good half to two-thirds of the undocumented population overnight. Yep. Now, if I was going to create a deferred action program for parents and dreamers, I would have a requirement that you have been here for 10 years, that you also be cancellation eligible. But I would have that to be a rolling date, not like DACA, a date set in stone. Yeah. I would have a rolling date with a cutoff uh, that anybody who's here as of this date... Can when they reach that ten years, take advantage of this disorder. Oh yeah, no, no, I like that. I like that. Yeah, 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 I like that. So there's
0: yeah, nobody yeah. coming in the future gets it, but right. we're gonna roll this on. But, but
2: meantime, people who've been here protection. for
0: nine years would be able to yeah. at the ten-year mark. If yeah, think, yeah, they yeah, yeah, that's a good system. All yeah, right, so uh,
3: like that. that's kind of where where Obama will see. Now, I don't think he's got the Cones. You don't think so? Do this. I do not. Oh, I think man. he's gonna play small ball because I just don't think he's got the huevos to make this happen.
2: Let's take a break on America's Web Radio here. Uh this is the Immigration Hour. Yep. con un O tiene problemas con inmigración o tiene de Immigration Somos en su lado con más de 100 años de experiencia en la ley de inmigración. Conocemos y sabemos cómo ayudarle. 404 816 8611, seis
1: Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes.
0: You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like.
3: With all the back and forth in today's politics... It seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with E-Verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules... Or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at
0: www.immigration.net. This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome back to America's Web Radio. This is the Immigration Hour. The most listened to uh, show about immigration in the known universe.
3: Uh, I actually got a, a, a shout out yesterday on the list of I'm on, Immigration Professors. Uh, one of them said, hey, I listened to the podcast, uh, riding to Work. Yeah, uh, I got on the bike or something. So, don't don't fall into a ditch, uh, Virgil, as you ride to work listening to this. But <laughs> shout out to you. Um, but because uh, they were talking about what we talked about last week. Yeah. This idea that there is an issue related to the Mexican immigration law that's also facilitating the transport of these kids yeah, exactly. through Mexico. Some exactly. will dispute that, but I think they're wrong because uh, I heard it from the horse's mouth. Actually. <laughs> uh, now, so we talked about two simple administrative fixes. Right that could change the face overnight of undocumented immigration. I mean, he could almost really decimate the population yeah. of undocumented Absolutely. in the country rapidly, rapidly, rapidly. Yeah. Um, now, here's another thing he could do. Nicaragua. David. Nakara was a congressional passed rule. It's called the Nicaraguan and Cuban Adjustment Relief Act, which also, by the way, protected El Salvadorans and Hondurans and yeah, I think uh, Guatemala and Central America. Central yeah, America Central, Central America. America and, 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 and also Cuba but also yeah, Cuba's yeah. in the Honduras there as well in okay yeah, exactly. Um, and so um, the what what he was re- what and this was going back to Clinton days what Clinton did as part of that was called special rule cancellation and we talked about cancellation 10 years in the United States extraordinary highly unusual hardship what he could do is declare what extraordinarily and highly unusual hardship means in a form we call what we call special rule cancellation mm-hmm. and say the following criteria by, by reg meet hardship. And then all. Uh, if, if, you, if you put it in a, a rational term, the, the problem is only 4,000 of those cases, so he's yep. not going to be able to do much with that. Yep. Second, uh, the 601A waivers. Now, the stats came out yesterday on the provisional waivers. The other change he's made made, made in the law, that they've approved only about 60% of those that have been filed. There are 22,000 cases filed, 12,000 have been approved, mm-hmm. uh, 5,000 were just rejected, uh, another 5 or 6,000 were denied, and the rest are still pending. So the approval rate could be much higher for provisional waivers. Think right. about this. If there are really a, a million or two Spouses of undocumented immigrants were U.S. citizens. Only 22,000 have applied for provisional errors. That's that's just
0: stunning. Well, Because th- we filed a couple hundred. Yeah, so. I think that you'll see those numbers jump a lot. In the next couple of months, because when that when that started last March, there was a surge of people filing their yeah. initial family petition, yeah. and it was taking about a year to get those approved. So I think there's a lot of people in the pie. At least in our office, there's yeah. a lot of people in the pipeline waiting that are just waiting, maybe, just getting maybe, started. So well that, 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 that so, probably will jump. All right. So the
3: the other is there are these bars. We talk about the three ten year and permanent bars, uh, <laughs> Waivable, unwavable, uh, yeah, permanent, well, non permanent. <laughs> one change you can make administratively. There is no legal reason that the that the permanent bar applies to children.
0: There's no None. legal reason that it does None. and there's I don't think there's any public policy reason no, why we should no. have a permanent bar simply because you left the US for one month and came back right, to the as 80. a child. That's just which is child. usually not your choice. Yeah.
3: And so we there are literally thousands Bro, of legally kids. Legally I
0: don't think that that is sustainable, but as a matter of public policy for adults, yeah. I think it's yeah, a bad idea. I think idea. it's a
3: challengeable concept, but they could right. change that in an absolute heartbeat. So they could get rid of this idea also that for asylum applicants that one day of unlawful employment um, is a bar to, you know, that starts your your undocumented status running. Um, The other thing they could do in our 245I, they could uh, uh, cover after acquired spouses. 245I, David, was a program in which in 2001 Congress passed a law that says, if you are the beneficiary of an application filed by a family member or by an employer before April 30, 2001, then you can pay – when when your turn in line comes up, you can pay a fine and get a green card. It was – is amnesty. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I mean nothing like you, anything that passed you in, to folks, amnesty.
0: but it's amnesty.
3: That's probably amnesty. Yeah. Uh, and for 10 years, there was a policy that if you were the beneficiary of this and you got married after it, your spouse got that benefit too. Yep. Because of good public policy reason. CIS just changed that in 2010.
0: They just, public, they just changed their We're mind. are not doing that anymore.
3: No, not doing it that anymore. That's the policy of after-acquired <laughs> spouses. You could easily fix that little problem. Next, of course, is actual, actual prosecutorial discretion. <laughs> Something that regular, normal uh, prosecutors do every single day. Every single day with plea when bargains. When they choose not like to yep. prosecute people for crimes. Yep. So we have things like the drug court. It's why we have... Uh, uh, you know, DIY court. Yeah, and they, just let's look at we can do to fix this problem fix or, or resolve system, it. Yep. Make that happen. Say, look, lawyers, if the fo- you will not put into deportation the following people, and if they are, get them out. Get them out. Get them out. Just get them out. Don't don't keep your docket full
0: exactly. just because
3: you want to keep your docket full. Because yep. here is what's happening now: they're going to trial on cases that maybe are not the strongest cancellation cases in the world. They get denied. This not going anywhere. They're saying orders revisions now. You just created maybe you created, you created a, a whole, yeah. But now, is somebody's not going to be deported because ICE is not going to deport them. yet you decide to get them an order of deportation rather than just dropping it's, the case,
0: it's common. Um, uh, and that and that, ha- and that functions relatively well in certain jurisdictions of the country. The jurisdiction that we operate in, it does not function very well here.
3: How about this? this is a great great policy change. No child under the age of sixteen can be charged with entry without inspection. Entry without inspection is no, both a crime and a ground of of, of excludability. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the crime of entry without inspection requires intent to evade inspection, which re- rises to a level of sophistication that most children
0: do not have. Simply don't have. Right. There's
3: actually a court case on this point, a uh, matter of peer, uh, that says no, a child cannot be held to be an ewe. Uh,
0: yeah, they don't have the uh, requisite legal term mens rea. Right. So
3: uh, <laughs> just make that make that gate make that right. gone. Uh, how about we could parole, and this is the thing, this is parole in place, uh, uh, people who are the beneficiaries of approved immigrant visa positions and issue an EAD for those in the line. Yep. And so that's if you, really If you, if you, if you are in the line, yep. we'll give you a work permit. You can wait here, and then you'll get your green card. Yep. All right. Um, and how about this? Allow individuals who have an, an immigrant visa approved apply for adjustment of status without the party being concurrent and simply construe the term phrase, an immigrant visa is immediately available to when the petition is approved. Correct. As opposed to when the numbers become current. current. Right. So you could make a very simple linguistic change mm-hmm. and solve a lot of these problems. So, you know, you're getting – David, there are, there are dozens of these things that they could do. Now, they're going to make them very complicated, although literally these can be done by FAQ or policy change. Overnight. Some of them don't even need regulatory change. Nope. Um how about this? Constructive custody. So right now Congress says if you commi- if you go from custody to custody, so that if you're serving a jail sentence for robbery uh, and you're an immigrant, uh, you are mandatorily held by immigration. It's mandatory uh, detention. Or um, if you are coming in the country and you claim asylum, mandatory detention as an arriving alien. You, why, why are we saying in any it's called mandatory custody? It's not mandatory detention. Construe custody to be constructive custody, which the Supreme Court has done over and over
0: again. When
3: are you cases. in police custody, David? When you're sitting in the patrol car, are you under arrest? No, but your patrol car is custody. Uh, if you have an ankle bracelet on, yep. you're in their custody. So construe custody. Put them on ankle bracelets. Yep. Put them on reporting record. All
0: those are custody. Yeah. C- custody is just simply an infringement on your liberty. Exactly. I mean, whether right. you have to report once a week, once a month, ankle bracelet, whatever it is, that those are you about effective alternative. You're talking about millions of dollars saved. Oh, by doing overnight,
2: that.
3: yeah. Um, now, how about this? Now, this is a very simple fix. There cannot be an increase in the number of immigrant visas that are approved every year, but administratively, you can count just the principal.
0: Yep. Which they should have. There is done no a long reason to ago. count. It was Literally administrative.
3: It, it was administrative yeah. change oh, yeah. back in the '60s. There is no reason to count. Every single member of the family, right. a mom and dad and 16 kids, as 18 people, you can count them as one.
0: Right, because right now what that leads to in counting all those so people is these, these, these theoretical 20-year waits for sibling petitions yeah. that are actually, in reality, like 200-year yeah. waits. Uh, that would fix that uh, overnight. overnight. Yeah. There would still be lines. No, there would still be lines and there would still be waits. And, and, but but at would the be end of the day – that you wouldn't have a 200-year wait Well, if you did that, you could, sh- you could shrink
3: the number of immigrants. Congress could come in and say, okay, we're not going to have 475,000 visas. We're going to have 200,000 visas, but we're not going to count family members. We're not going to
0: count family members. That's still a net increase yeah. in the number of people that would be yeah, able so to So, again, a very each simple, each simple fix. It. Exactly.
3: Uh, which has probably caused people at Fair and Numbers USA to have a conniption as we speak right now. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. You've got, now, that's all family stuff and removal stuff. Yep. What about business? we got this whole other well, side. Bob has got to be smart. This is where he's got to be smart. He needs business on his side mm-hmm. on what he does. He needs business to defend his authority to do these things. Yep. So, therefore, he must make constructive changes for business in the context of regulatory or administrative fixes. So, employment cards for spouses of H-1Bs. Oh, no-brainer. TNs, E3s, H-1B1s, O's, and P's. That will lessen the demand for H-1Bs because there's a lot of spouses that are equally qualified for TNs and H-1Bs yep. that you wouldn't have to get. Yep. Uh, An increase the number of available employees in, in, in the workforce as well. Extend OPT to 36 months. There's no reason he can't do it. That's completely administrative. <laughs> There's overnight, no reason not to do overnight that. Overnight
0: change, it would
3: – 36 months yeah. and tie it to E-Verify. I mean you already did the 17-month for, for STEM. Make it 30 months for STEM. Make it 36 months for STEM.
0: Isn't it already tied to E-Verify though? It because, is. It, it is. is. So, well, the
3: STEM extension yeah. is but not the regular. Make all OPT tied to STEM. You want to encourage yeah. E-Verify in every employer in America?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Tie all OPT to STEM jobs. We're not, ab- we're
0: th- not th- advocating to E-Verify. an expansion of e here. We're just saying if you in, the situa- do it, in the current climate, this
3: is the way it goes. Exactly. Allow entrepreneurs who start their own companies to file for startup H-1Bs. hmm Okay. Well, you're going to have to increase the number of H-1Bs available as well. <laughs> but you can do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, look at who you tie to H-1B quotas. There was a time when the quota system started uh, that it said, we don't count H-1Bs for the people that are, quote, affiliated with institutions of higher education. That used to be very broad. It would include school districts who were yep. taking in kids on Teachers, student teaching assignments. and all that, right. They were affiliated. 2010, they changed that by the fee out of one man, Don Newfeld, whose name will live in infamy <laughs> for business, businesses in America. He will not be missed whenever the day is that he is retired because he has single-handedly made immigration much more difficult in America because of ill-thought-out, poor, poorly justified policies. Um, what was and the what was the impetus behind that policy? I, I think I, mean, I must be a member of fair. I don't have any idea. <laughs> he's I, there's he's no, a founding member. No legitimate reason why he would. <laughs> yeah, do that. I can't None. That he And that public, public he would be allowed reason. to do it by the administrations he was with is absolutely outrageous. Yeah. Um, also, allow every non-immigrant visa category to travel without advanced parole. Oh, what good a stupid gosh. thing advanced parole is! <laughs> it makes no
0: sense whatsoever. If, we, if you have it's an employment authorization card anymore, and a passport. Here you go. It
3: doesn't even matter. If you've got a valid visa. Yeah, if valid, a valid visa, visa. No, no,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go and exactly. come. Yep, go go come. and come. Exactly. Um, exactly.
3: And uh, the last thing, of course, Brand X. You know Brand X, the Brand X decision from the Supreme Court? Um, which uh, – Oh, the Brand X. Brand X decision. Yeah. Brand X internet <laughs> decision about how cases are processed and judicial decisions for anything. I mean basically if there have been judicial decisions on administrative policies that have – shrunk their ability to exercise discretion. Brand X says, look, the administration has control over these issues. Yep. If they say it's legitimate, it's legitimate. The Supreme legitimate. Court gave exactly. them that power. Exactly, Use it. So you've really got a monumental number of uh, potential fixes out there that can easily don't be done. Don't, require don't require Congress. They don't require Congress at all. all. These are not giving amnesty to anybody. Exactly. But You're these not, are things that can people be People aren't
0: becoming citizens. This is not going to result in a, a rush of more... Uh, a lot of folks will get agreements. green cards out it, of this. Yeah, but is it,
3: it, aren't we really talking about
0: that now? They're going to get green cards anyway, aren't they? Yeah, but this is the thing is, this the, the the opponents of this stuff are just it. it, it it's crazy because all they want to talk about is oh, it's amnesty. They're going to become citizens and take over the country. Yeah, we got to take a quick break here on America's World Radio on the Immigration Hour and we'll come back and we'll uh, put a bow on this episode.
2: Soy Charles Cook, el jefe del grupo de abogados Cook Immigration Partners. Estoy en su lado. Con más de 20 años de experiencia con la ley de inmigración, conozco cómo ayudarle. Sé la ley. Y sé que alguna gente podemos ayudar. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611. A las 404-816-8611. O visítenos en el Internet. www.immigration.net.
0: This is Cheryl Linker, host of the Master Gardener Hour on America's Web Radio, Saturday morning at 11 o'clock. Join us as we keep things fun and interesting as we educate you in the world of master gardening. This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.
3: Welcome back to the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. Chuck Cook and Rocky Rockcliffe. Sorry, I didn't this for 15 minutes. I will tell you, though, oh, the garden is looking good.
0: Is it? I, I, my, uh, my wife was pleased with the squash that I brought home. She, oh, she? Uh, she did like that. And yeah. uh, I told her that I left the cool-shaped ones. Uh. Uh, say,
3: okay, David, we had a, I had a set of squash that I pulled out, and I call it a set. Uh <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen squash, you know, crookneck squash kind of merge together into two into one. <laughs> yeah, we got a, got a pair of those. Uh, they were hanging around the office for a while. Uh, so that's a family show. Oh, my gosh. My uh, it's a family show, isn't it? Uh, it's it's a family. family. It's all family. Not it's a all family. Family. not a family network, but it's family. a family show. Yeah. Uh, but, um, no, the garden's doing well. First tomato. I had my first tomatoes this weekend.
1: All right. Hi, I've been eating some Just cherry tomatoes. Tomato cherries. Yeah. But I
3: have two I have one Cherokee purple tomato plant that has now come in. So three tomatoes on that plant have now ripened. So All right,
1: I, I'm. Mine are there. They're just not ripening. Oh yeah, well. it's just
3: going to take. I mean, July Fourth weekend is when they come in. Ah, it almost almost yeah. always July Fourth weekend for me is when they
1: come. Did in. you get a big rain yesterday?
3: Uh... You know, I don't yeah, know it if was it rained here it was in the offices, here, yeah. but I don't know if it rained at my house. Oh,
1: it, it was dry when I got home, so I don't right. know. I didn't
3: go down to the garden.
1: No, it poured. And it and it, I, it needed.
3: Get I mean, it was bone dry yesterday morning when yeah. I was in my garden, so bone dry. Uh, but, yeah, the garden's looking good, and I have corn. I'm going to pick some corn this next weekend, too. All right, we'll bring it into the office. Uh, I, well, we'll see how
0: good yeah, it is. I, corn it never really has silver queen, well or What do you, you growing back uh,
3: I've got some uh, gentleman white and actually okay. some pink popcorn. Ah. A little pink pop yeah. at your ears. We'll see how they All turn out. Right. They're, really, they're really tiny. We'll nice, see. Nice. We'll see how they turn out. A lot of times, the corn just doesn't. You know, I only have four little rows. You have to really uh, feel. Yeah, you got to have. You got
0: to have a decent amount to get a. Yeah, a you know, amount. I, uh, I tell you, I, I had
1: a neighbor one uh, many, many years ago. He only had two rows of corn, and it was a little bitty garden. Uh-huh. And his corn was absolutely really? delicious. I think it yes. a lot it has to do with the soil. I think you've got to really amend the soil a great
3: deal where you're going to put that corn, lots of manure and stuff. Because it's a heavy, corn's a heavy feeder. They love to yeah. eat. And if it doesn't have really good nutrients in the soil, it's just yeah. not going to do it. And I didn't really put manure this year in my garden. And, so. and
1: with a fibrous root system, it's it's going out after everything, yeah, it everything can get. you can get. Yeah. Yeah,
3: everything mm-hmm. you can get. Uh, and I have uh, sunflowers growing right next to my sunflowers are 14 feet tall. Ooh, They're wow. absolutely
1: beautiful. Best sunflowers we have ever had. Now, what you, do, you, do you get you take the seeds.
3: I haven't. I'm. I'm going to take this next week. I'm going to be out of town this week, driving across the country. Uh, but next week I'll
1: pull up. Driving little, uh, with your top down. I am bringing. I wish I was taking my convertible. <laughs> I am.
3: Uh, I'm driving my son across the country with his with his household belongings as they move here to uh, start law school. Ah. So maybe we'll have him do the radio show. With yeah. us. Uh, as a former employee of the Cato Institute, yeah. I, I think that's really good. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to my friends uh, Cyrus uh, Mehta and Gary Endelman. Who, wrote, who write the Insightful Immigration Blog. I do love this. Uh, the Insightful Immigration Blog. Uh, and they talked in, in detail how legally Obama can not count family members uh, in, in the law and how he can expand parole in place. So uh, it, it's a terrific blog, uh, and, and certainly I... Uh, uh, I give uh, kudos to Cyrus for and, and Gary for putting it out there. Certainly, and it, and it really, it's probably the most thoughtful. It's like reading a Law Review article every week. Oh, man. It's brilliant. It's <laughs> brilliant. Uh, but I want to get back uh, to this whole idea of Central Americans you were talking about when I came in. Yep. Because Cato, uh, Alex Narashti, who was a guest on our show previously, uh, really one of our best shows ever, wasn't it, David? Yeah, Alex was just you. absolutely awesome. He should have his own show, I think, on your network. I think you should reach out to talk him. Talk to him. I think you should talk to him. and yeah. I think he'd be awesome. He was great. Yeah, uh, he was great, mm-hmm. uh, and he really fits it within your your, your wheelhouse of what's going on. But uh, talking about the, uh, the his articles on where why these kids are coming, and he pinpointed three. He missed the other one. Now he knows about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, the rise in the number of asylum cases. What's going on? Rocky?
0: Well, that's the thing is I I don't have his here, but I have the the stats he was working off of, and I actually only became aware of this. It was a couple of days ago i probably should have already been aware of it but uh a couple of days ago i, I was reading uh some stats that it's not just here everybody wants to say oh the all these central americans uh, the for the uh, the gold the i think it's called the golden triangle of nor of central the northern triangle of central america guatemala honduras and el salvador uh that they're all just coming to the u.s to claim asylum because they heard that you can come in get a work permit and you can stay here no problems or anything just come and claim asylum but and And there's really not any fear of of being in your country because it's really not that bad. But when you look at the number of people from those three countries that are claiming asylum in neighboring countries like Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Mm -hmm. communist Nicaragua, Panama, um, and and even Mexico, the asylum rate – the people applying for asylum in those countries from Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador has triple digits increased. I, I, I I had it here. I want to say it was. It's a large increase, like commensurate. Of, yeah. yeah, large increase commensurate with the number of asylum seekers that are crossing our southern border, and that just underscores the the reason that these people are coming. And it's not just the unaccompanied kids. It's there. There's a, plenty of adults that are coming too. I mean, we're going to hit triple digits here relatively quickly. Uh, it just shows that the situation in these countries, uh, Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador, is. Mm-hmm. Crazy, Honduras has the highest murder rate in the world. Oh yeah, oh the, yes, the There's highest, more than more than more the, than Juarez. Yeah. yeah, the highest murder rate in the world. And you know, I, does that I, include uh, that include Mosul? Uh, well, <laughs> or, uh, Mosul of the last three weeks, I don't uh, know. But the thing is, you know, that's what I was going to bring up next. Is we as a country are telling uh, Turkey, Jordan, Lebanon, oh, you got to keep your borders open to all these Syrian refugees. You can't. it's, it's, it's not in keeping with the humanitarian, humanitarian standards. Yeah. You got to. How keep, many people have can't reject in Jordan? Uh, a million, uh, yeah. You're taking a, mil- a million, a Jordan, which is yeah. like the size of New people, Jersey. A million people has yeah. been it. They've been able to absorb that. Listen, we have three million births a day, or three million births a year in this country. We could easily absorb a hundred thousand people coming across and just let them go. And if they'd ever show up to court or anything, guess what? Chalk it up to the game, folks, yeah. because it's not—it's a drop in the bucket. But it just these numbers just uh, belie the point that. The situation in these countries is absolutely horrible.
3: And, and and as a country, what do we do to either improve it or make it worse? I mean, we, we, <laughs> We're remember, making it we, worse remember, every remember, day. We supported <laughs> the electoral overthrow of the previous I love president of the Honduras. Electoral overthrow. It it I love a it. <laughs> Well, yes. I mean, there was no, no, no. I'm not. No, absolutely, um, there was. And as, and, and, Shortly thereafter, the, the country would fall into chaos.
0: Yeah, and it—I it, it mean, there's a lot that has to do with the way that the Mexican government was prosecuting the war on drugs from 2000. Because it's 2006 is kind of the critical year. There's how the Mexican government started treating uh, uh, the, the war on drugs on its southern border and its northern border, uh, and it's just made the situation worse. The the level of corruption in these countries uh, is—I mean—is approaching Afghanistan levels. Oh, where yeah. oh, where yeah. the oh, corruption yeah. oh, is yeah. just – corruption is the rule. No,
3: wait, wait. Uh, there's, there's corruption in Afghanistan? <laughs> David, did you ever heard T-tiny. of corruption in Afghanistan? Have, it.
0: I, think, I believe the term is wee bit. Wee bit. A wee, a wee, <laughs> wee bit. bit, wee no, bit no, yeah, um, yeah, but that, that's the thing is the, the corruption in the police forces. And it's just a bunch of criminals that are running this thing. And if you're a 12-year-old boy who's repeatedly been tried to uh, – a gang has basically tried to get you to to join them, and and done they've done horrible things to you, and they've threatened your life. What are you going to do? I mean, I'm all for you staying and and you know taking charge of your own country and 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 fighting for. It. But at the end of the day, th- there's a tide you can't fight against, and you have to go somewhere else. Fleeing is an acceptable tactic. It is acceptable, mm-hmm. and we need to do something here in this country that. Uh, doesn't a doesn't worsen the situation, and b does something other than just keep these kids in chain link detention centers? Have you seen the pictures? The, like mean, little, pig, little
3: pig pens and little dog kennels, and it's oh, it's it's, 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 it's outrageous! It's it is, crazy! It is below our dignity as a country. I agree. 100%. That Obama has allowed this. Time. I agree. You know the sad part about this is, David, I believe he only learned about it on CNN on TV. Uh, yeah. on, TV on you CNN. might have heard it on the on, and you know what? Webinar. I believe that. Yeah. Uh, you believe it, too. I believe he only learned about Do You think this head of board program he says, hey, Barack, we got a problem with the border, dude. What, what should we do? not know. No, he said, but right. he never told a word.
1: Let's go play let's golf. Let's go play golf.
3: I, got, uh, he, I thought I played a lot of golf. I play nothing. I'm an amateur, compared to how much he golf i He does
0: play a little, I, little like, golf.
1: I, I, I want to ask a
0: He played twice last week. He played played golf. He cut it to nine rounds the day they went into a bottom ad. I mean, not that he's really. Yeah, he played nine holes and then went back to the situation room. Uh,
1: I mean. He couldn't concentrate. I mean, come on. I want to ask uh, something, though. We we know just what you were saying, Rocky, about the problems in the country. Accept that, and I agree. Fleeing, you know, if you have no choice, you have no choice. How many, and I don't know how to ask the question exactly, but. I mentioned the fact, and, and you'd mentioned it the other day, Charles. About the ter- there's a terrorist part of it. There's yeah. the drug cartel part mm-hmm. of it. There's the uh, kids there's the violence
3: the, back home. There's the grinding the, yep, poverty. There's yeah, the but path. there's the
1: kids that are put into uh, <coughs> prostitution. Oh yeah, the, the aliens yeah. sexual trafficking. So, yeah. So how many? What's that? What, what am I trying to say? How You're many saying, different aspects are... are you know, what what, ty- yeah, how many types of people think, are making well, up the numbers the in? The idea
3: that it's all about Obama offering dreamers doctor status <laughs> it's, it's absurd. is just... Well, it's, it's, out, it's a really outrageous statement. Yep. To trivialize what is truly a crisis of monumental right. proportions for children... To say it's all about a mom and Obama. I wish Obama had that much power, oh, yeah. and that there was no other reason ever coming. Then I would say, "What the heck? Screw that!" Yeah. But we know that's simply not
1: true. It's
0: just not the case. Uh, and to talk so, about it in a let way, me ask
1: who would, who would. So there's a bunch of different. Bad things. Oh yeah. So who's putting it together? Is it the cartels or who's? I, I think it's, it's just a just, confluence the, of factors, yeah. all happening
3: at one time. The people want to, to get the only
0: logical
1: conclusion. Yeah.
0: Get the hell yeah, out. There's a demand to get out and get somewhere, and some the market is going to supply that. Now, there's <laughs> obviously suppliers on the market that are that have scruples, and there's a lot that don't because a lot of people that some people that are moving kids and families up to up up north through Mexico have scruples, and you read stories like, "Hey, I had no problem. I stayed in great." Safe house, and then other ones where they got fifty kids in a ten square foot room. But the bottom line is, we, our policies are are, lar- are largely responsible for for a lot of this, and the corruption in these countries. One hundred percent, folks, you know where I stand. You Get know, rid of the drug war because that's the that's that's the big th- the elephant in the room here because that's yeah. what's causing a lot of the corruption and a lot of the nonsense happening in these countries. Ruben Navarrete, who comments for CNN and
3: writes for USA Today, um, terrific columnist. Um, he um, he pointed out something obvious last night on his Facebook page. Uh, when parents, when Jewish parents were, were literally handing their kids Excellent. for the fence, mm-hmm. not knowing they'd ever see them again, throwing them over the what wall. What did we do? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, as a country, we turned our back on them, a lot of them. Uh, Europe, others in Europe mm-hmm. took them, but we, we, you know, we turned people away. This, this, What's the difference? Oh, that was Nazi Germany. No, how dare you compare this <laughs> to Nazis? I'm yeah. not comparing it to Nazis. I'm comparing it to. The, the, the economic, social, and criminal aspect of the crisis. Yep. And people will always do what's best for their children. At least most sane people will. Most sane. And that involves sometimes literally sending them away. Mm-hmm. The other part about this is a lot of these kids, they're actually coming to rejoin their parents.
0: Yeah. They're already here.
3: They're already here. So we, by not doing anything on legalization, we're also causing this. Causing
0: problems. Yep. So there
3: you go. That's uh, that's the that's the in-depth analysis from the new studios uh, just off of Burbank Road in uh, Roswell of America's Web Radio. See Immigration Hour with uh, Chuck Cook and Rocky Rockcliffe, your host. We look forward to hearing talking to you next week on America's Web Radio. Bye bye.
0: This is AmericasWebRadio.com, dot the best in chat radio, designed just for you.